You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. Now, a pretty interesting and disturbing story that uh, John's about mm. to unleash on us, and that is about the notion that, uh, you know, forget hacks on individual companies mm. or, or even individual governments. Think about organisations or, or well-funded private groups, wherever they are, operating in basements or wherever they happen to be mm-hmm. located. Their target is actually to bring down the internet throughout the whole world. Yeah, starting with countries as the sort of the the easing sort of point into it, which in a way seems a bit absurd. I mean, we've talked over the years about personal hacking and, you know, secure your passwords and use, you know, long form and difficult, you know, hard to crack passwords because mm-hmm. of all the, the botnets and things like that, which will try and attack your Gmail or whichever, you know, bank account you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these hackers are going to the next level. They're not even worried about uh, individuals anymore. I mean, they still are. Don't you know? Don't get too cosy on that. Mm. But they're now looking at what they can do to potentially influence elections by taking countries offline. Perhaps it's warfare, and they want to take countries offline. And mm. it was a story that that caught my eye. And, and look, there's simple things as well, which is concerning, such as um, you know Gatwick Airport, which is in Britain, which is the second busiest by passenger vol- uh, volume in. Um, in Europe, oh, I think no, in the sorry, UK, in, in the UK eight, and eighth in Europe, eighth, eighth in Europe, mm. and it was actually brought to a standstill for two days because two people had a drone and they were flying it in the you know no fly zone. Mm. As, so, mm. so you think about the amount of people that are held up by mm. something as simple as that and the cost of business. And and so when you think about hacking, it's not always you know someone sitting behind a keyboard. There are physical things that you could do. So if, you know, as an example, it could be a drone flying into the airspace, mm. but there's also cutting of cable so the internet is connected by a a lot of ways i mean right now i'm connected to a wi-fi unit that's at the station here um, and the router then is connected via a hard line and in here in the local area we've got the nbn and then that's connected via all these cables and in some cases there is satellites and there are you know Companies around the world looking to put more things in the sky. And, and or there's cell towers if you're getting yeah. it mobile through your phone. Yep, but they're all connected to uh, you know a landline of some sort. Yeah, so physical cable. A, a physical cable. Mm. And we have physical cables that actually leave from Australia and then they connect across to other countries. Mm-hmm. So there's one or there's a number that come out of Sydney, for example. Mm. They go across to New Zealand and they go travel all the way across uh, the, the Pacific and go across to America. And there's all these cables, uh, you know, just sort of, right across uh, the world and they're constantly being attacked by sharks and uh, other marine life and that's why they're so big i mean they're massive cables that is constantly laid and and uh, you know whole countries can be taken offline and for for example um the uh, african country of mauritania was taken offline for two days when someone had cut the undersea cable that actually serves at the internet now it was th- thought that uh, neighboring country of sierra leone had potentially you know cut the cable to try and manipulate the local election results so they mm. thought well if people either can't read what's happening in online or see or hear uh, because they've got no access to the internet well then they've they're not being influenced by you know the the, the wrong or the alternate uh, point of view but mm. 
We just sort of brought up, a, we'll probably link to this maybe on our Twitter or our website feed, but there's the submarine cable map. And these are really dotted. I mean, here in Victoria, we're connected across to Tassie and then back up to Sydney, even out through to Perth. And then Sydney really is a, a sort of a major connector out through to Papua New Guinea and I think in New Zealand, as I mentioned before, and a lot of the Pacific Islands as well. And also, obviously, uh, America. And so all of these cables, there are, you know, the potential there that somebody could go in and attack that. Now, when you've got a country that has many cables like Australia, there's uh, less of a concern, but it is still a, a major concern because that might knock out uh, a, a particular uh, banking system or a security system. You know, we think about here, you know, we outsource a lot of our digital storage to cloud-based solutions, and many of those are overseas. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some that are here. Um, Google uses big storage facilities, which has, uh, you know, the, the computer systems backing up data, but a lot of those are throughout the United States. Not all, but mm-hmm. uh, many are. So a lot of the data that photos that you're storing, if you're sta- saving them in the cloud, you know, a lot of those are traveling back into the States. And so if there's a constant connection required, whether it be for security, you know, video, etc and they're cut well then you lose that communication yes it can be put up but do you take it offline just long enough that you can attack a smaller nation or maybe there's a coordinated effort to take out a whole country whether it be australia or indonesia or, or wherever oh, in the case of mauritania it was a small country in africa that had apparently one cable alone that could uh, could be severed and that resulted in the entire internet going down for the whole country which is amazing because one of the strengths of the internet or the supposed strengths of the of the infrastructure behind the internet is that because you've got multiple connections you know it's a it's a web yes that if you take down one connection between a and b it gets made up by a whole bunch of other um, the, filaments of the web right. that pick up the slack that you've disabled by by taking out one connection or one one route if you're talking about undersea cables then you could actually seriously slow down the internet you know we may be able to fall back on satellite delivered internet but if you cut you know say all the uh, the big undersea cables leaving sydney then you would definitely have a major impact on on internet performance and speeds and stuff that people experience and we rely on this just so much these days mm, i mean sure. we, we have you know with handheld devices our phones which store so much information in our lives and mm. for the majority of that we need to be connected to the internet if we want to do uh, banking um you know, I have Google Pay on my card uh, on my phone, so I can uh, you know tap and go. Sometimes I don't carry my wallet around because yeah. I need to. Yeah. So all of a sudden, if you start taking that this infrastructure, then you're going back to like um, back to the wallet. And well, then, back to thirty and, years, I and guess. then you won't be able to tap because the the internet's required to validate your purchase and make sure you got the money in your account. So then you'll be going to the bank to get the cash out of the ATM, and the ATM may not work because that's controlled by a computer yeah. system. So and, and internet based computer system. So we are incredibly vulnerable to all this stuff. But, and, and and one of the real worries. I believe, is that we have a lot of legacy technology. Well, that's the next point I want to raise because mm. just think about it, even the technology in this room. I mean, stuff like this was, it may have been, you know, well, made recently. running XP. Well, there we go. <laughs> and so actually XP, Windows XP is probably one of, not really a great idea because there's things called an air-gapped computer, right? So if, you, um, if you're at home and then you don't connect your computer to the internet, whether it be Wi-Fi or a hard cable, then you call that air-gapped. And mm. that means that you don't have the internet, you, don't, you can't connect online, but you may require this for the operation of something just at home. Or maybe it's you've, you've got an old program that you need to you know, run this uh, on the old machine because it doesn't work with Windows 10 or mm. something like mm. that. Mm. The, the issue is if you then plug it into the internet, whether it be Wi-Fi or a cable, within about six months, that computer is, is going to be real with malware and viruses because XP is no longer supported. 
Uh, in rare situations, companies can pay for it. Mm. So if you're running um, an older computer, you've got a vulnerable computer. That means that if you're doing banking on there or logging into anything online, it's fairly certain that that's being sniffed or, or watched. Uh, someone can uh, take that information and then reuse it. A man in the middle of type attack uh, mm. if they want. Mm. And businesses have this. Governments have this. Uh, not just we're talking Windows XP, but all types of technology has some kind of vulnerability. Now, at the time that it was built, it might have been rock solid and there'd be no issue. But as we progress and we move closer to quantum computing, for example, or we change the you know the components that go to make up products, vulnerabilities are discovered and it could be a way to hack into a system. It could be as simple as you know, if you want to with some, you know, corporate a corporate uh, attack, um, it, it could be that you can gain access to a thermostat in a factory, and you could either turn that so that it, it heats right up. Imagine, you know, here in Australia, we're going through, you know, one of the the hottest, you know, Januarys on record, I think it is at the moment. And if you could turn heaters on into a company, you could actually absolutely destroy product. Um, you could, you know, make it unworkable. And that's actually a really simple thing to do to gain control of a small item, because uh, a business has, has decided to connect their whole you know, company to the internet in some way for maybe a customer experience and, uh, and they've not thought about the implications of that you know, hacking occurring. One of the classic examples of a thing called Stuxnet uh, and basically it was a virus that was deployed to take down the Iranian nuclear program. Mm. The principle behind it was simple. Like all software viruses, it copied and sent itself to as many computers running Windows as as it possibly could, invisibly infecting hundreds of thousands of operating systems worldwide. Once installed, Stuxnet looked for Siemens Step 7 industrial software. If it found some, Stuxnet then asked itself a question. Is this software operating a centrifuge that spins at the exact frequency of an Iranian nuclear power plant that is enriching uranium to create nuclear weapons? If the answer was yes, Stuxnet changed the data coming from the centrifuges, giving their operators false information. The centrifuges stopped working properly, and one-fifth of the Iranian nuclear program's enrichment facilities were ruined. Mm. I mean, that was software-driven, causing physical damage. So one of the the big issues is older technologies, things like power stations, where they've maybe tacked on some modern technology Mm. to kind of upgrade or to make use more simple or to automate processes. The fundamental behind the scenes infrastructure, it remains really old and very vulnerable to quite simple hacking. And the, the, the issue may not be someone is, it might not be company against company, it could be country against country. Yeah. We could be looking state at actors, yeah. st- state actors, uh, or potentially it's just mischief. I mean, there can be people that are sitting there just and vandals. Think, you know what, I want to see what I can do. I'm going to build this program that can, uh, that can shut down small systems and not realize that they can take out major systems. You know, we have seen viruses spread around the world which has uh, collapsed the internet for you know whether it be hours or days at a time you know this is the one that happened last year which we think is has come out of north korea it encrypted a lot of the older machines and you know took down transport related you know hospital services as well it can come from mischief what will probably happen is the warfare of future will be how technology is utilised to you know, shut down the internet, uh, and shut the down internet things. essential services. Mm. Uh, you know, even look. You know, I've started to incorporate more internet of things at home. We've got a switch that, which is sort of hidden away outside to turn on some lights outside. So if it's very late at night, didn't really want to have to go out and you know, uh, you know, walk all the way outside and then flick it on or off. 
And so now I've got one of those TP-Link remote Wi-Fi sensors, which mm-hmm. I can operate from my phone. Mm-hmm. And that means I can just press the button or say a Google command uh, onto the phone and it turns the light on or off. So, so that's great. But that will uh, it's already aged. Um, and so that will come a time where it is easily hackable. Now, mm-hmm. fortunately, that's not connected to some kind of life-supporting you know, service. It's just a light going on or off. But there's potential for it to be connected to other things because it you know, just takes a normal plug. I don't know what the answer is. It is a concern. We'll keep an eye on this and uh, you'll obviously know if countries uh, are taken out, but it is a, a major concern. Thanks for listening. We'd love for you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.